Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Well, lo and behold, you're listening to Eat and Drink, and this is a regular full episode. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Ali Hassan. Uh, I'm confused about the lo and behold usage, but it's fine, I suppose. Why not? Well, huh? we, had, we, we had too many episodes, so I wanted to just acknowledge uh, that. You know, uh, That's the lo and the behold. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Sure, sure. We're back. We're back. It's the We're holiday back. season almost. Oh, almost. Man. We're getting there. It, you know, once you enter December, people are singing, they're in better moods, you see tinsel everywhere, and packages come to the door, my friend. So many packages. I will say this. I um, I heard from a, a woman, um, Annette, on uh, on Twitter, and she was saying she's reminded right now, this German comedian in the 90s used to talk about the, the Berlin, the wall, you know, the wall yeah, in Germany is separated east and west. And he said, there are benefits to the wall. For example, if your mother-in-law wants to have you over for dinner in East Berlin, you could say, we would love to, but you know, there's the wall. Like there was always that. (laughs) And this is the 90s. So it's mother-in-law jokes, right? But she goes, but I'm reminded of him because now it's like invitations are coming and they're like, we would love to, but there's the COVID. And she's like, I'm sad to remember this. But anyway, I look, you and I both have – uh, we have succeeded in finding ways to make ourselves happy alone, exactly. even though we're not alone. Yep. We can be happy yep. with small groups, large groups, uh, tiny groups. So let us, uh, you know, let us coach you through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a recipe today of something that's a little bit on the smaller size. It's not the grand turkey, the big centerpiece, right. the big showpiece, but it's something delicious and will last for a long time. You can freeze, and you're gonna make something that is just a, a goddamn treat. And something that people yeah. will make and, and just they'll feel proud of themselves. They made a proper cocktail, a yeah. good, you know, um, uh, uh, what, what do you want to call it? A sophisticated drink. A festive, and, uh, oh, yeah. sophisticated and drink. Yes. And it all surrounds the fact that in the mail, I got a package. And I was like, I wasn't, I'm getting so much of Amazon packages that I've ordered Christmas gifts and whatnot. Right. And I get this package. And I'm like, what, what is this? I, I wasn't expecting it. I open it up. Lo and behold, there's the lo and behold. There, there you go. Our friends at Kavas sent cherries, those cherries that I bitched about a few episodes back. Now I feel like a total asshole that I bitched about it. You should. And you know, you know who else had a package in the mail? Ah, this guy. I just popped them open. Oh, it wasn't much of a pop. It open. I cracked it open right now. I heard. Um, I heard. <laughs> I'm going to eat I, one I got, as we speak. I got to say something. Our friend Zach and Amy from Kavas mm. Food and Beverage Company, they did a fantastic job wrapping this in the package too. When I opened it up, that mm. paper was there. I give Amy all the credit for that because I doubt Zach is putting the paper in nicely like that or it was his idea. I'm sure they have people packaging this stuff for him. You've learned nothing from being an asshole just three weeks ago. You were feeling bad for about 10 seconds and now you're being a jerk again. What do you know about who's doing packaging? Listen, all I'm going to say is that it looked fucking beautiful. And if you're thinking you need to get a gift for somebody and you don't know what to give them or they live far away, I invite you to go to Kavass. 
fbco.com, their website. They got some fantastic, fantastic things for people who like cocktails and people who really enjoy having a drink. I yeah, and say. these cherries, by the way, in case you're interested, cherries, water, sugar, whiskey, black pepper, dried hibiscus, and some sea salt. That's what we're dealing with here. They're beautiful. They're sweet. And they're uh, they're whiskey-tinged. And I um, am I getting a little bit of a buzz from one cherry? There's no way. I have had a very long day, but that's impossible. But I, I just I gonna, feel lightheaded. I feel great. I, I'm going to open this right now because I haven't tried it, but it sounds like you're chewing cherries like it's going out of style. And I appreciate <laughs> the the. Pit. The pits are here. I'm just excited. Yes. I'm going to have one. You know what else I love about this, Ali? Tell me, buddy. There's a recipe for a drink on this on this package. On so in it, and it's like that takes someone who really cares about their product to put a cocktail recipe on the side of their uh, jar. And I'm going to make that in the new year. Uh, but I, I just really appreciate that. It's the Half Blood Prince. Are you not making the Half Blood Prince today? No. You jerk. Sorry. <laughs> now who's, Sorry, now who's I, shoving cherries in their face, yeah. huh? I didn't think you were good. You went on for like 20 minutes, 20 minutes pontificating about, I don't know what kind of bullshit here. The minute I put a cherry in my mouth, you asked me, you're like, yeah, so what do you think, Marco? Like the, the question is so short that I'm like, I can't. There's That's pits in great. here. I'm going to die if I try to swallow That's it like great. that. Somewhere behind at the back of my head. You know how a child never lets its parent sleep the night before it has something important to do? It was that. It was like somewhere in the back of my head. I was like, this guy, uh, I should ask him a question right now to ruin him. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I apologize. Enjoy those cherries as they were I meant will. to be uh, enjoyed. Uh, and yeah, Zach and Amy, thanks. Uh, thanks for, um, on my behalf as well. Uh, love you for sending that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Ali, I'm making a cocktail that is a festive holiday cocktail for people like you. <laughs> people who don't like people who don't like those bullshitty cream-based cocktails that have peppermint in it or that are nog-based that I know you don't like, that you're like, it almost seems like anytime you talk about a Christmas or holiday cocktail, they're in that world, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make a cocktail that features these wonderful cherries, but speaks to someone like you, an elegant gentleman who enjoys the holidays, but likes a stiff drink too. I mean, I feel like an insult is coming, but I like it. I like what you've said so far. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate that. Not at elegant all. Gentlemen. Yeah. I'm making a mistletoe Manhattan. Okay. You slurred at mistletoe. I don't know how many cherries you ate, but take no, it easy, buddy. Dude, I had three cherries. I'm half in the bag. I haven't even started making the drink yet, for fuck's sakes. Okay. A mistletoe Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Zach, you're killing me. These cherries are too delicious. I'm just going to drink the juice out of the fucking jar. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop it. So here's the thing. We did a Manhattan episode. That was episode 45. If you want to know how to make a proper Manhattan, which is made with whiskey, sweet vermouth, bitters, and of course, cherries. But I wanted to make a cocktail that you could have at the holidays and it could feel festive and yet be strong and not syrupy or overly sweet or involve involve egg, which I know you're not a fan of the eggnog. So that's why I decided to go in this world. I love it. I love what's happening. So we got a shaker full of ice, okay? And you know, I, I in the in the last little bit, I've I've used a lot of bourbon when it says whiskey, but for this drink, I'm going to use some good old fashioned Crown Royal Canadian rye whiskey, like the Lord meant it to be. All right. 
I, I love a good crown royal. Two ounces, my friend. Because I love a good Canadian lord. Yeah. Yeah. Two ounces, Two ounces of whiskey. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, this recipe calls for half an ounce of maraschino cherry juice right from the jar. So these aren't maraschino cherries. They're, they're Canadian cherries that Zach and Amy sent over. And I'm going to just pour a half an ounce out of the jar into this wonderful cocktail. All right. Perfect. So there we go. Oh. Even that's going to get me hammered. All right. Then you need to do a half ounce of cranberry juice. And I actually got that the palm cranberry cherry just to stay in that cherry world for this. Okay. Who doesn't love cherries, man? So I love when your voice this. cracks. I'll tell you that yeah. much, buddy. What is happening? You all right? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I think. All right. And then we need a half ounce of sweet vermouth. Okay. And so I'm going to use a little Martini and Rossi is the one I have. Uh, but whatever sweet vermouth, that's the red one, guys, the darker one. I think I've told you this. My dad had a bottle of vermouth in the house. You know, vermouth, a Pakistani man is going to buy vermouth and it's going to keep for, uh, for many years. So it was in the house and it was, uh, you know, ignored and it was way back there and we thought nobody would miss it. And my cousin and I drank it straight vermouth and i've never fully recovered from that that was so awful but i think it's oh, wow. time to uh, snap out of it and get a bottle in the house because you've used it enough times that i know that it uh, it lights things up but even in my my martinis never vermouth i don't know but i think it's time i'm gonna come around buddy i, I think it is time and just I would say just use the vermouth in cocktails, a Negroni, a Manhattan. Use it in things like that, and you won't even notice it's there. It just kind of gives uh, a nice roundedness to that cocktail. Mm -hmm. And two ounce, uh, two dashes of Angostura bitters. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to shake this up. Now, ordinarily, I don't shake uh, Manhattan. I just give it a nice stir. But because we want to incorporate the cherry juice and the um, the, the cranberry juice into it, I'm going to give it a nice festive shake. Ho, 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 my friend. Ho, ho, ho. So the beauty of this drink is you can put it in a rocks glass on the rocks, meaning with ice, or you can put it in your martini glass or a coupe glass and drop in those cherries. And if you have a little bit of rosemary, which I have right here, drop that in as well. You can actually shake the, the – rosemary in the cocktail as well if you want uh, those oils to be released mm -hmm. but i just like how pretty the the rosemary looks in the glass and cheers to you this is beautiful my friend oh man i should be can you take a picture of this send it to me usually we're looking at each other we just sort of forgot to yeah i'll take a picture right rest. now i'm glad it i don't use fucking cherry juice off your thumbs right now though i'll be honest with you it is fantastic yeah it is, it is truly truly fantastic my friend a oh, mistletoe so and the mistletoe the rosemary creates that mistletoe vibe is that right that earthy green it. is that what you're okay you, okay exactly that and you can add as much or as little rosemary as you want but i think that little touch of green uh did i just send that to you okay great you sent it to me buddy i'm gonna take a look and i love yeah. it i love it look at this color mm. oh i bet that's amazing the other thing I love about these cherries in this in this cocktail and the cherries that they make is that they're, they're not a neon red. They look like actual cherries and they look healthy. 
Mm. You get those maraschino cherries or cherries where they're covered yeah, in yeah, so yeah. much syrup and sugar. Prop, prop cherries. Yeah, these are yeah. these are prop. Like, these are these are the the cherries. No, these are proper. Pardon me. I yeah. mean prop as in you know when you have a bowl of fruit and you're like that yeah. looks too good to be real fruit and you touch it and you're like oh yeah that's uh, that's hard as a rock that's a uh, that's made out of wood that's wood apple. Yeah, no, these are these are these are real. Yeah, and, these are uh, real delicious. And they're a proper cherry. If you're someone who likes cherries in your cocktail, this is what you want to have. And they have a nice whiskey, whiskey, pepper, black pepper taste to them. They're fantastic. This is this is for those of you who like strong cocktails but still want to be festive, this is definitely the cocktail for you. The mistletoe Manhattan. Uh a reason to have rosemary in the house. What a great cocktail. holiday drink. And also these cherries, by the way, 50% of your vitamin C are in these cherries, uh, in, in 30 grams of this, and uh, and 1% of your potassium. And the way that Marco's going, I feel that uh, you'll pretty much have a month's worth of potassium before the end of this episode. I was scared I was potassium deficient, my friend. Yeah. So this is really helping me. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Nice drink. Nice touch. Very festive. You check our Instagram page. You will see the picture of it. It is very, very welcoming. And um, against the weird blue of your studio, it looks even nicer somehow. It's really great. All right. Let's move on to something that also you are tying your drink with my recipe with the okay. rosemary. There's a there's a follow through line. There's a through line, as we say. This doesn't um, always happen, folks. Doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen. But we did both decide that we'd go with something that we would love to have around the holidays, around Christmas, to make ourselves feel festive. Whether we're with people, whether we're alone, how are we going to feel good? So let's start up with uh, with uh, my my recipe for today. At the risk of being redundant, I am talking about something that I speak passionately about every five or six episodes, my friends, I am talking about lamb. And you'll have to excuse me if I'm a little bit too crazy sounding right now. I haven't had lamb in a very long time. I think I've talked about this on the episode, uh, on the show, predominantly plant-based, and then we do one cheat a week. But it's hard to get the kids to be into like a leg of lamb. So this is happening. This is happening. I'm actually going to do this. This is one of my favorite, most simple ways to prepare lamb. Why lamb? Because you can control the portions, right? You get a smaller leg. Turkey is generally, geez, it's like a competition for who got pumped up with the most steroids. You hate turkeys and love lamb. That's what kills me. I don't hate turkey, but- Look, it's also, we're not supposed to be gathering in huge numbers. We right. want COVID to, we everybody wants COVID to be gone, but nobody wants to put the work in. We got to put some work in. So you have your partner there. Maybe you have somebody in your bubble over two people. Keep it, keep it at five people. Can you do that with a turkey? Do you want to serve them the driest meat on earth? Maybe not. Maybe you want to serve them some succulent lamb. You can get a small leg of lamb or you can get lamb shoulder. Lamb shoulder, very fatty, still delicious. Lamb also, and you can freeze lamb so easily and then reheat it and eat it in some nice brioche buns, a sandwich, lamb and brie or something. I mean, just, ah, I'm so excited. I'm definitely getting some lamb shoulder. All right. So I'm talking about like a, I'd say two, two, two pounds, two pounds of lamb. I'm not talking about a ton of lamb. Okay. One, one, and 1.2 kilograms, let's say two, and, um, 
here's what you do. You take ground cumin, a few teaspoons of ground cumin, okay? Ideally, you take cumin seeds and you grind them in a mortar and pestle or a grinder. You take uh, fresh oregano or dried oregano. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna be mad one way or another. So this is very Mexican, um, Mexican friendly sort of lamb, and uh, there's no reason that the Mexicanos cannot be present at your Christmas dinner. All right, Why this not? is a, this year has been nothing but fucking bizarro world. Think about something that's a little bit out of normal, and and that's still amazing. Well, it's not out um, of normal for Mexicans. It's not out of normal for Mexicans at all. I'm sure. Right. I mean, I don't know what Mexicans do for traditional Christmas dinner, if I'm being honest. But I'm talking about Christmas specifically. I see. It's a see. very okay. Australian sure. thing to do, you know, lamb mm-hmm. at the table. Right. Um, so cumin, oregano, then thyme, always fresh, always fresh with the thyme, in my opinion, and then rosemary. All right. These are the three main earthy herbs that you want to um, that you want to sort of um, uh, mortar and pestle is the, ba- the, the, the best sure. way to do it. Just sort of grind them up a little bit, help their their oils release uh, or, or or mince them, and that's really that. And then some garlic cloves, obviously, yes, that are on. smashed. You know, that's what you really need with olive oil and salt rubbed around your lamb. Right. The only thing is, I, what would you do? I, what would you use? Listen. I'm with you. But oh, I forgot easy. chili flakes. I forgot chili flakes. But anyway, okay. yes. Okay, tell me. Tell me. Go easy on the oregano here in this in this batch sure. of spices. Sure. I, I feel like it can it can overpower your thyme. I feel like it'll have a battle with your rosemary. And as far as I'm concerned, I would just cut that one out. But I would I'm cut the rosemary out before cutting the oregano really? out. I don't know who the hell you really? think you are coming in the my lamb world and cutting no. out my oregano. No. no, but you absolutely do like three three times the cumin to, to one time, you know, three parts cumin to one part oregano. You go easy on the oregano. That's absolutely right, give us, sure. Give us some parts here because there's going to be some yahoos listening who are just going to like blitz the shit out of everything that they have okay. in their in their okay. comforter, right? All right. Let's, let's, let's visual, visualize this. Okay, please. A two-pound lamb shoulder, bone in, by the way, bone in. If this schmuck on the other end over here can keep the pits in his olives on a pizza, for God's sake, keep the bones in your lamb for flavor. So a bone in uh, lamb shoulder. I'm going to say three teaspoons of ground cumin. So maybe about four teaspoons cumin seeds. You grind them. You get maybe about five teaspoons cumin seeds once you ground them. Three teaspoons ground cumin in any case, however you get there. One teaspoon dried oregano. Then thyme is a tricky thing. I would say take about 10 sprigs of thyme and strip them. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rosemary, I would say one or two sprigs and strip them and mince them. You're going to get heavy into that again is whatever your comfort level is with rosemary. Then you take three fat garlic cloves and you smash them. If you want to take less garlic, you can, because I'm going to tell you about a sauce you can make that goes with your lamb. And then olive oil would be a couple of tablespoons of olive oil, you know, and then sea salt and then chili flakes again at your uh, leisure, at your level of enjoyment, I would put a teaspoon of chili flakes in that. The same amount that I put of, uh, of, uh, of uh, oregano. Nice. That in, in olive oil, you know, massaged around your lamb and, and, and let sit um, four or five hours minimum overnight would be incredible. And that is a great marinade. Uh, some of that marination should be at room temperature as well, ideally. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, that's that's when you 
Well, all meat is so um, tense when it's cold, right? Right. So yeah. once you let that meat relax, the marination can really seep in and, and, and flavor the entire meat. Sure. And something like a leg, right, is going to have that that tension that, it, that, that if it's cold or if you don't let it rest after you cook it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be not as tender as it could be, correct? That's exactly right. Okay. Okay. And then this is a slow cooking lamb. This is like 200 degrees Celsius. You put it in a roasting pan. Uh, you can drizzle some white wine over it, cover it with foil, and you slow cook it for four to five hours. You check it at the fourth hour, but five. So you do the same the way you do it with turkey, but you don't have to do that basting over and over. And then you can either make a, um, a, some kind of a salsa or a relish or a jelly. That's very common, obviously mint jelly, but I would go with, um, and I'm blanking on the name right now, Marco, the green chimichurri. I would go with either chimichurri or a mojo verde. So today we'll talk about mojo. Mojo comes from the Portuguese molho, I guess, M-O-L-H-O. I don't know. It means sauce, just the exact way the exact way that the salsa means sauce. Mojo means sauce as well. And you have different types of sauce. Some are very simple. Some are a little bit more, you know, uh, 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 sophisticated. I don't know for some, you know, prep heavy. But a green mojo. What I want to talk about this uh, this this mojo verde is cilantro, oregano, fresh oregano. This is the fresh oregano. I would say one bunch coriander, half a bunch fresh oregano. So very heavy on that flavor, but it's not bad. Garlic in there, cumin again in there, uh, li- lemon or lime juice, and then you know a bunch of uh, uh, olive oil. Let's say a third of a cup of olive oil, not a bunch. I shouldn't say a bunch. Um, and it, it is almost like a chimichurri. And to have that drizzled on your lamb, your warm, perfectly cooked, fall off the bone, lamb is uh, is so great there's a tanginess because of the lemon and uh, and this very this freshness because of the uh, both the oregano and the cilantro especially and uh, and that garlicky flavor and man I don't know what to tell you guys I don't know I don't know a turkey in the world that can compete with what I'm talking about here and then the bones can obviously go in to make stock and the right. meat, if there is leftover, it is great to freeze or refrigerate the next day, warm it up over a very low heat, pour a few drops of water in a, in a pan, cover the pan, you get it back to its um, you know, uh, earlier succulents and then you put that in a, in a really nice bun or sandwich bread of some kind and you just – God, you just enjoy your life so much. I can't even, I can't wait to do this. This is, you so, know, this is, I love this sort of, uh, complimenting herb marinade to the, um, the drizzle that you're putting on here, like how you marinate it with these different, these herbs. And then you, you're complimenting it again yeah, on the other side. Because the fresh herb and then the cooked herb will have a different flavor profile, right? They're still right. the same. And you can pick up on both. You know them. But a dried oregano and a fresh oregano in a fresh sauce that is not cooked, they're different beasts. But they also obviously complement each other. So it's – yeah. They complement each other more than, let's say, coriander seed and fresh coriander wood, right? Okay. 
Oregano does a, a good thing like that. There is like kind of a through line through there. And uh, and the rosemary, if you're a huge rosemary fan, shit, you could probably put that in a moho as well. I know you are. You could put that in the moho as well, although I've never heard of that being done. But hey, man, it's crazy whatever, times. You whatever, do, floats whatever floats your boat. You know, it's funny, Ali, when you were talking about lamb as an alternative for the holidays, you had mentioned Mint, mint, how mint jelly is always a compliment to lamb. You yeah. could actually put mint jelly and cranberry sauce available next to your lamb, and either would work if you think about it. That is a fantastic idea. I didn't even have to think about it for a second to realize yeah. cranberry would be great. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Now, I, I always is very funny. Either, either we take cranberry from the can and go almost like um you know, hipster ironic and take it right out of the can, put it on a long plate and cut it into slices. So it's very obvious that it's right out of a can. Sure. Or if it's, um, you know, that it has the rings of the shape of the can and all that, that jelly, jellied cranberry. Yep. Or it, if it's, it, if it, it comes out cranberry, in a thunk. Comes out in a thunk, obviously. But if I was in a bog like you were recently yeah. and I got a bunch of cranberries, now I'm putting work into that cranberry sauce. I am uh, I'm putting chilies in there. I'm putting ginger in there. I love ginger and cranberry together. Oh, and I'm cooking it for a long time with sugar and really like breaking it down and using a hand blender in there and um, yeah, pressing it out of a sieve. So um, you, can, you can have some fun with cranberry. It doesn't have to be out of a can. If it is out of a can, that's all right too, man. You think about... You take one of those big Portuguese buns and you put a yeah. bunch of warm yeah. lamb on that and you put thin slices of crammed cranberry and then something yeah. creamy like a brie or a camembert or a gorgonzola. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. End of story. Listen, of story. you know, my brother-in-law has a great cranberry recipe I had last Christmas at his place where he puts orange juice in it. I'm going to invite our listeners to tell us what they what their cranberry recipe is, and maybe we'll talk about it uh, closer to Christmas, different different cranberry uh, sauces one can make. But I love this idea. I love, I love the idea of using cranberry as a sort of spread or instead of mayo or other things oh, yeah. in a sandwich with meat. Oh, I yeah. think this is just tremendous, man. Well, I also think I, I like your idea of having those those classic things, the mint and the cranberry. You could even have stuffing there. You could have, uh, you know, something that you do with sweet potatoes. You can have all those things there in smaller amounts and 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 have it to accompany some lamb. And and all of a sudden you're like, family? What family? I don't even remember those people. And you're having a great time. Now, those of you who I are missing your family tremendously, obviously – yeah. Lamb's not going to do it, and I apologize, and my heart goes out to you. But for those of us who have to make the sacrifices that we do, yes. uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's another ticket. You're, listen, you're, you're, you're listening to a guy right now who mainly eats ba- beans and vegetables. So I, I right. might be my mouth might be watering too much. Sure. Uh, but for you meat eaters out there, have a great time. And if there's something vegan or vegetarian you want to make uh, that you think would go well with the moho. Uh, recommend it and and yeah. do it and and get get going on that you know that i think that would be excellent too to just have that around as a sauce listen i was gonna call bullshit on your lamb tonight tonight what? i was like he's just pulling i listen 
Come on. I know you love Lamb. We've talked about Lamb before, and I was I was ready to just call bullshit on it. But I have to say, Ali, you know what's inspiring about what you brought forward here? It's such an inspiring dish for these times. Because like you said, there's going to be people who are going to be, you know, coupled with just two or three people for this, this holiday season. And you can still make it festive. And you don't have to be, you know, buying huge items because two or three people just can't have a turkey, like you said. But you can make a wonderful seasonal Christmas or holiday New Year's dinner with two pounds of lamb, like you said, and have the stuffing and have the cranberry and have the mint and have this ch- chimichurri sauce with it. And, and like you said, the yams, the parsnips, all that goes so well with lamb that really this is the perfect dish for a small festive gathering. And I have to give, I have to take my hat off to you because that was really well done, my friend. I appreciate it. I love that you call the chimichurri, even though I've said mojo verde a bunch of times, but you know what you're on? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. These are all great things. These are all great compliments to meet. And also uh, red mojo, which is made with uh, paprika, red mojo uh, with uh, with potatoes, is phenomenal. Just roast potatoes with a red mojo, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to put a green mojo on there or a chimichurri on there. I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited yeah. for everybody listening who's even going to just put their hands on their blender in the next couple of days and blitz some herbs. I think there's just no reason not to. There's no reason not to. It's great. And it's also stuff. All of it freezes so well. Oh, please. Dude. Or you keep it submerged in the olive oil. It'll it'll keep for weeks. You're going to have a great time. Dude, my favorite reindeer is Blitzen. So you know I'm going to be doing that all uh, season long here. All right. <laughs> I thought that's because he was hammered out of his brains, buddy. That's why I oh, thought dude. you loved him. Dude, yeah. I got to stop eating these cherries because they, they pack a wallop, man. And, and it's like they're so easy to eat, right? So I've pushed them aside. I'm concentrating on my mistletoe. Manhattan, of course, not a lightweight drink either. This one here packs a punch. Let me so put we'll these cherries see. away and focus on my two my, my cocktail that has two ounces of uh, whiskey and cherries in it. I'm not sure if you know how to take it easy at all, buddy. You're an animal. Oh, You're yeah. a monster. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of monstrous things. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing, we're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? All right, Ali. Amanda's here. Your blindfold you know is on. The other day she goes, I have nothing for for you for this week i might have to serve you dirt is what she said and i'm like are you here we go do you really want me to have nightmares this is what my wife is telling me (laughs) luckily we went to the store the other day she she the fun times are back again amanda is definitely yeah no kidding no kidding rodney dangerville uh, eye rolling is happening do you want me to don't interrupt your own flow and momentum for god's sake can you hear? Yeah, she said it's just okay. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Sorry. It's not oh, just okay. Maybe, maybe not everybody wants well, rosemary you know shoved into their eyeballs. Maybe, but you know what? She, I also ate all the cherries, so there's no cherries in there for her to. Oh, that's to try. funny. Okay, that makes Amanda, it's, it's a bit. I don't know, boozy. Okay, it's a bit boozy, is what she said. Okay, all right. Amanda, right. who it's are Manhattan. you? What's happened to you? Oh, it's a Manhattan. It's yeah. a it's a mistletoe Manhattan. Yeah, I don't like Manhattans at Christmas or otherwise. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All okay, right. It's um, time. So just tell me, Ali, the heads up. How is this going in my mouth? In my hand? Well, Directly Amanda is 
Open your mouth. Just open your mouth. How about that? I'm going to open my mouth. Okay. Yeah. And Amanda is going to put it in your mouth once it's open. Okay. I can deal with this. You can deal with this. Thank you. Thank you, sire, for dealing with it. Okay. I fucking love this. Finally, something that doesn't make me want to shoot myself in the balls. It's about time. Jesus Christ. It is a walnut that is flavored with some sort of spice on it. It's like a candied maple walnut. Uh, Can I have another one? Mm -hmm. I love that you can get into this and still don't recognize what it is, you bastard. Unbelievable. It's a candied walnut. It's a candied. um, It's got a bit of spice to it. Tell us what type of candy. Delicious candy. Um, <laughs> oh man! See, this is finally. It's it really is the holidays. If this is what I'm getting, I'm so enjoying this. Like I can hear the angels sing. Um, Don't get used to it, buddy. Come on, what kind of candy? It's a certain type of candy. Something, and maybe you got the something right. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. What is it? Two words. Give us two words. Okay, two words. It is candy. Can I? Have, I get my last one. Give me my last one. But put it in my I, hand so I can smell hey, it. Hey, you don't make the rules, buddy. I get my last one. We make the rules around here. Oh, it smells he's delicious. smelling it. It smells delicious is the only thing. It's like he's never been treated to anything of any value before, no. this guy. I don't, I don't even care if I get this wrong because I okay, love it two so words. Much. Give us two words and stop okay. chewing into the microphone, for God's sake. This is... It's a festive um, <laughs> candied walnut. It is a um, – I know it's festive. I know it has a festive kind of taste. Okay, it. listen to me. Listen to me. First of all, first of all, the word we are looking for, the first word is a spice. Which spice okay. is it? Not candied. It's, it's something- a cinnamon. It's a cinnamon. It's a cinnamon nutmeg spiced walnut that's what i'm gonna go with okay i'm glad you went with that to prove to the world that you are a dumb dumb once again it's a ginger ginger pecan pecan. it is none of the three things you mentioned or the walnut can i see the ingredients okay because hey i can't read them i want the name of the product okay okay i will have amanda i will have amanda read the ingredients watch you don't knock this down all right read the ingredients because i can barely see and in the order in which they appear in this dish in this particular what are they what do they proclaim to be fucking ginger pecans listen to what's in here first part you got wrong oh it's pecans they're not walnuts okay so first part wrong okay sugars both brown and white candied Cinnamon ground. He got it. He got it. Okay. Ginger ground. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Ground. You hear that? Nutmeg. Hey, ginger was between. Vanilla flavor. Ginger was between. Okay. I kind of shit the bed, but I don't care because I'm enjoying them. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. I'm happy you're happy. That's nice. That's sweet. I'm glad you guys are in love again. Thank you. That's so great. (laughs) I kissed my wife. I'm so happy. Thank you. Better than aloe. Better than aloe. Better better than dirt. Hey, it must be the holidays over there at the Timpanos, huh? Christ, Christ Almighty. Well, my friend, I really enjoy that. Okay, they're pecans. They are pecans, not walnuts, but I'm really enjoying them. With this drink, ginger ginger pecans and this mistletoe Manhattan, uh, my 
I think my holiday started tonight. I can hear two things emanating from you out of both the, the visual, the phone, and the microphone, my ears. And I hear uh, a buzz mm-hmm. and I hear joy, both unbridled. I just, I hear such a happy person on the other end right now. Do you know that we were 76, 77 episodes in? I love You've it. You've probably seen me plastered more than my friends in university and high school because of this show. You've seen me more consistently buzzed than yeah. most of my, my, my friends from, from years ago. And I think I've seen you uh, lash out at your wife more than like her family or your parents, you know, like uh, oh, that's man. always been awkward. No, no. Tonight was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, I might make lamb. I might make lamb. Man, if I didn't do a 20-minute sales pitch on you, the best sales pitch I can possibly – I don't know what to tell you. It's so really simple. You just got to get some fresh herbs, and then you're off to the races, man. Dude, fresh herbs. Yeah, a fresh herb and cumin lamb. That's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, Cherries. Great cherries in your cocktail. Dude, doesn't get better than that. Definitely check out kvassfbco.com. Check out our show notes. We'll let you know. Their cherries might have been sold out. They sell them out so quick. So maybe place your order in for next year. Or if they have the last few, get them for yourselves. Get another syrup for your friends. And uh, Merry Christmas to all. Yeah. Merry Christmas, folks. Give the lamb a try. Uh, Ginger pecans apparently are all the rage this year. Give those a try too. Bring those into your house for the holidays. We hope above all, you are staying safe and you're staying healthy. There's no doubt, and I'm no exception, that we are uh, sort of fed up with the status quo and not seeing each other and not hugging each other and kissing each other. But this isn't going anywhere if we don't make some level of sacrifice. So I hope you're able to do that. I hope you can do it. I hope you do do it. And, uh, and I hope you find a way to still enjoy yourself. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, up top, mentally, and down here, uh, stomachly. Yeah. Uh, I hope you have the best bellily. I hope you guys have the best time. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more festive cheer. And if this didn't put you in the mood, uh, wait till you see what we have next week. We're going to, we're, we're going to have something wonderful. Um, I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at podcast eat drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. Bottoms up.